everybody, and welcome to Drunksgiving with the Half Hour Happy Hour crew. I'm Allison Hayslip. Oh, wait. I'm Maud Garrett. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm Alex Albrecht, and with us, as always, the lovely and talented Tom, Super Bowl Kano Krajewski. The man in the dark. Yeah, and our special guest. I Ooh. love it that we are joined with our very own podcast, Aristotle. Look at that. We're all here. And for I the next that. 30-ish minutes, wait, we're gonna, I'm gonna do this live. Ooh. Woo! We are gonna sip some booze and raise some money for charity, mofos. I can't believe it took this long for us to actually do the, the charity part of the charity stream that we did <laughs> way back in the day. <laughs> oh my gosh. 100% my fault. Yes. Um, 100% your fault. Uh, that I took the that I took the Lego NASA Saturn V rocket home and uh, forgot about it. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. That's what I gotta say. But here's that's what Christmas is all about: friends, friendship, yes. forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so delightful. I don't know what mod was it. Maybe like six weeks ago or something like that, where we were having a socially distant drink on my patio, and I mentioned to Maud I had found the Lego. And she was like, well, I just figured out how to do all this great live streaming stuff. And we were like, yes. Yeah. So we're doing it. Hell yeah. So, and I thought, not a cat. <laughs> yes, we've got live chat as well. So if you guys are watching on Twitch, you can comment and we can bring up the comment just like this. Um, we've been told that there's a little echo. Oh, well, we may have to. I blame yeah, Allison because it's coming from I her. I muted it and unmuted myself. I feel like it worked. Oh yeah, that feels like it worked. Yes. Has anyone else been like learning the tricks in the trade of how to video chat these days? Like when you get an echo, oh, go mute and unmute yourself, and it normally goes away. Well, I work at a streaming service, and we've been <laughs> streaming professionally for many moons. So yes, I have also been doing that. <laughs> I'm literally in a professional set from home. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I too <laughs> have figured it out. Yay, it did work. Perfect, says Nathan. Fantastic. Yay. Well, great. Now I also gave you all a little life hack for all of your Zoom meetings in the future. Oh my God. Speaking of which, uh uh Jake Larson just said, I'm gonna pretend like it's Comic Con. I'm wearing my Attack of the Show shirt. Oh. Yes. Lots of stuff happening over the over the holiday season, huh, Ali? <laughs> no. We had a we had a G4 reunion. It, it was both wonderful and very odd. <laughs> yeah. So there was, about it. yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't see tons of it, but I did see like that there was like a physical set that some of them were all together. Yes. So um, if anyone missed it, which I'm sure no one did in this kind of crew in our listening world, but, but G4 <laughs> announced that they are coming back uh, somehow. Uh, when did they announce that in like, uh, July? I don't know. June? Um, I think it was during Comic-Con. But I think, was right? it during... Oh, during Comic Virtual Con? Con? Was it during New York Comic-Con? I can't remember. I Whatever. Know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Time means nothing these days, yeah. as we all know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they announced. And so right after they announced that, they they hit up all the... Uh, we're, we've been calling ourselves the OG4. <laughs> and wanted to do this reunion special, which was which was really sweet. I I didn't know what, what they had asked me to do. What you saw, I, if you watched it, I'm a part of like a montage of like our favorite memories and things like that. Um, but yeah, it was it, there was an in studio portion with Kevin and Olivia and Adam and Morgan and 
uh, Blair Herter and Kristen Adams. Wow. Uh, yeah. I saw like, that team back together and I was like, that's a coup getting all of those people back together in one room. I know. And it was, it was really wonderful. Like just seeing everyone again. Cause then I was a part of this um, live zoom that we did right after the episode aired. Uh, and so I, on the zoom was me, Kevin, Kristen, Adam, and I'm forgetting someone. Forgetting someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Blair, but it was so nice to like pop on and see all their faces. You know, Kevin and I still talk quite frequently, but I hadn't seen Kristen in ages or Adam. So it was a really nice little. Yeah. Last time I saw Kristen, I think was when we did that NVIDIA event. Wasn't she like, yes. she had gone on like just before us when we were doing that crazy what was our time slot? Was it 12 to 5? 12, 12 a.m. to 5 a.m.? Something Wait, like what? that. Wait, what? You guys yeah. Yeah, we did. Fire on the show? Oh, man. That was such a fun experience. No, it was back. It was a new podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was a yeah. while ago. It was, um, we were doing, it was NVIDIA's Pascal launch. So, like, oh. two iterations of tech ago. And they did this 24-hour thing wow. where they were streaming from Los Angeles, and they were like kicking it over to Singapore, and they wow. were like in a in a like a plane hangar in like Croatia or something. It was just all over the place. But the main hub was in Los Angeles, but they wanted people hosting the show, and so Allison and I, I've had I had so much coffee that night. Yeah, because it's like you can't like sleep before you're just like oh, I'll just graveyard shift. We were the graveyard. We were the great yard shift because we murdered that. <laughs> what is everyone drinking? Let's go around Ooh. and show show off what we're having for drunksgiving. Yes. Allison, you're top left, so oh, I did not know if I was in the same order that I was seeing. <laughs> All right. I am drinking King of the Fallen Flag, an Imperial IPA. And I chose this one because it has an alcohol content of 8.6. <laughs> That's my nice. kind of Allison. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I approve. Endless summer. Ooh. Someone's dreaming about not being in winter. And it's a hard seltzer because it's like one of the few things that doesn't give me an immediate hangover. Uh, and this raspberry flavor tastes like plastic. It's <laughs> a strong selling point for Mod. Yeah. I am having a, a gemstone Cabernet Sauvignon. I don't know exactly when it is. I think it's like a, it's a 2000 something. <laughs> but it's lovely. <laughs> mm. it, looks good. it looks good. And like like the professional wine drinker I am, I decanted it. <gasps> uh, you're such a pro, Alex. It's a nice no, decanter too. Wine wankers, I love Next it. Next level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a special August Springs Red Thrill Seeker. American IPA, which was uh, brewed in uh, as a special edition, 10th anniversary of the album Thrill Seeker by the band August Burns Red. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. That, that has a Return fun. of the Jedi vibe, too. Yeah. Remember when beers were just specific. simple? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking almost two liters of bullet <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> Ah, oh, Tom, you never fail to disappoint. You know, I, well, during this quarantine, I've been actually drinking a lot of White Claw. My girlfriend turned me on to it. Amazing. Thank I, you. I love it. It's so good. Uh, I don't get gassy with it. So, hey, you know, she appreciates that. Yeah, a little TMI, but cool. Thanks. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, 
You guys, we have some business to attend to. Oh, we have multiple businesses. We have so much business. You guys. We have business. The business nine. We have to talk about why we're all here. Because we're currently oh, right. in the last 40, no, 35 minutes of mm. our eBay auction for the Lego. Oh, wow, yeah. Cool. I, I'm keeping my eye on it, y'all. I'm so thrilled. It's up to $1,325. Yo. We have at, raised at least $1,325 for the California Fire Foundation, which is incredible. Um, but keep bidding. We still have 35 awesome. minutes left. Look, do you want to look at it? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about the it. gloriousness of the packing. <laughs> <laughs> so I realized when I found the box and opened it, we had actually done such a good job of putting it back in the box in like pieces that would not break that I did not want a chance putting it back together and not being able to put it back in the box that way. So I like literally individually took them out and then slid them back in. So anyway, those are the amazing photos I took. Yeah. On my living room floor. Amazing. It's like I like dropped it on the floor first and then took a picture of it. It's like, oh. This is exactly what will be shipped to you, to Me? whoever the winning bidder is. I just love that when I looked at it, it was like condition used. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> built. <laughs> yeah, condition fixed. I will also say it does. I realize I should have written this on the thing, but um, it does include the manual. So in case in case something comes apart in oh, Tom, <laughs> oh sweet Tom, everyone do your best Tom impersonation. <laughs> you so hey, looks so happy. <laughs> uh, we do have a nightbot in the chat as well that has the link directly, so you can click it and check out the item on eBay. It is the last chance to bid on the Lego NASA Saturn. Five return rocket signed by uh, all of us, and the highest bidder will be donated to the California, uh, California Fire Foundation. So click the link in the chat if you do want to check it out. And we will be covering shipping, so don't worry about that being taken out of the uh, donation. Now, here is other more business. business Some of the business. I put closer to my computer before we started the stream, and I did not. So chat amongst yourselves while I go get this stuff. We have a great bunch thing here. Uh, this is a good question now we got by uh envol 84 where's the build mm. video online did we ever get that one alex did, i don't think we recorded it if you're there you saw it if you ain't you ain't that's what it's like with half hour happy hour if you're not a day one mm -hmm. yeah. you're not having funner that's oh, what we that's say that's how it that's how that go <laughs> that's what that's exact yeah all right. all right, Allie, what do we got? So let's all go back to a wonderful little time called March of 2020. Okay, oh, before man. you go down this lovely road, why don't you mute and unmute no. because the echo's back. It just sounded like you were about to roll into something eloquent, yeah. and I was like, let's fix the audio. Okay, Thank go. Um, so we had announced by this point that we would be ending HHHH at the end of March. And then in mid-March... We got hit by this, you know, global pandemic Bang. that we're all still living in. It's good timing. Everything shut down. And we recorded not our final, we recorded two episodes in one day in Maud's place, like literally before they shut LA down because Starburns had already been shut down. Mm. And then we recorded our very final episode with Alex, as you know, via Zoom. Um, so something that happened was we actually got sent some like, end of podcast gifts 
that no one was able to get until Aristotle literally this past week was allowed back into the Starburns offices. Oh. <laughs> so he dropped everything off at my place. <laughs> Amazing. Cool. So we're doing a present open? What? <clears throat> we're doing a present open? Well, I've already opened it because I didn't know what it was. So so a present showing. Yes. So I'm going to, we, we, what we got was. It's still a surprise to the rest of them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Our, I'm sorry. Aristotle, what'd you say? Oh, I said it's still a surprise to the rest of yes. us. Yes. So, so our, our wonderful listener, Art, send us, sent us like a goodie bag of stuff. So I'm going to read his little letter um, and then show you everything. It says, hi, Allison and the half hour, happy hour, ladies night crew. Art for one final time. Aww. Wait for it. Hi, Art. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what? Hi, Mod. <laughs> Getting rusty there, Mod. Forget the like, lines. Uh, hi, you know, remember in Harry Potter when he's waiting for someone to cast the uh, Patronus, but then they realize that you're waiting for you? I had that. <laughs> we still crushed it. It's fine. We're all a little okay. rusty. We've been in isolation for 1,800 years. Um, <laughs> hi, all the nicknames, Tom. Hi. Uh, wow. There are no words. Suffice to say, Monday is being regulated, uh, relegated back to its status as least favorite day of the week. Ooh. I have bittersweet feelings as you guys move on to bigger and better things after five years of booze sipping and science spinning into my ear holes. To commemorate, I pulled some stuff out of storage, put away for future episodes, since your snail mail address will be blasting off with you, and add some uh, and add something new. Uh, Allison, Maud, and Tom. As you guys leave the podcast verse and venture into uncharted territory, I liken the three of you as Voyagers 1, 2, and Voyager 6, a.k.a. V'ger. These NASA probes have left the solar system but continue to communicate back home to their loyal fans. Hopefully you guys will as well. Although Star Trek The Motion Picture is from well before your time, I hope you watch the DVD. Oh! <gasps> Enjoy its cheese. Amazing. I'm a big fan of that one, actually. I like Same. that one. Yeah. And think fondly of your fans back home. So he sent. No, the. Amazing. Thank you, Art. <laughs> Love it. Yes. So that's what we got. Uh, then he says, live long and prosper. Always, Art. Thanks, now, there's one. There's something else we have to talk about. He also sent this mod. Oh, hold on. No, that's the Starburns address. It's okay. <laughs> he also sent your home address and social security number. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just showing it's addressed specifically to you. Love it. I think so. Something else arrived that had no explanation. This to me feels like it's a birthday card. But it was my birthday quite a while ago. Yeah, coming up again though, right? Come on. That's true. Oh, I hope not. That's too. That's too soon. <laughs> Be happy you get there. That's all. But Maude, I'm wondering if you're okay with me opening it because I think it might explain what the other thing is that arrived. Because otherwise, I have no idea what this other thing has to do with anything. Let's do it. All right. You have to read it in. in well, it's okay. Wait, it's from Art. I was going to say read it in Maude's voice. But Art, Art. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's so great. <laughs> Like, read it like a Klingon. Read it in Klingon. Okay. <laughs> it, is, it is. Oh, it's just a. Oh, it's just a card. It's what? just a card. <laughs> you hear that, Art? <laughs> I gotta, I'm just going to show you the thing that showed up. And this is the only explanation I can think is that this is for you. Oh, Ooh. nice. Oh, I like it. I mean, that does make the most sense. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Because it came in a separate thing with no notes. So we're going to assume that, Maude, this is your birthday present. 
from art. That's cool. Who I like. Yeah. D&D. So there we go. Next Fun time. Dragons has been for this season. You're getting this. Oh, awesome. Love it. Well, Love why don't you it. invite us over to socially distance drink at your house, Allison? Apparently what you did with Maud. And yeah, but then we now have new stay-at-home orders. Echo. Even do that. <laughs> sure, blame the stay-at-home order. We had months where we could hang out, Allison. I'll be right oh, back. No, no, my ex-wife, I think, not me. <laughs> to be fair, Tom, you yes. were invited to come have a socially distanced drink with Alex and I, and you bailed on us. So. Oh, what was I doing? Probably. You were too busy. Tom now, is too busy. I got so many women just crawling all over me during the pandemic. It's sick. Oh, you know, Tom. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Tom's like, COVID's awesome. I'm dating like crazy. Nice. It, so the, 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 the comments are coming in, but Japan Brian is, in fact, in the chat. Yeah. Oh, is he here? Japan Brian! Oh, I was up in Carmel for a hot second. I thought of you, sir. Oh. Oh, man. I was like, oh, this is where we met. I bumped into Japan Brian, and both of our brains broke. That was crazy, yeah. <laughs> I literally was like sitting outside at this bar, and Japan Brian comes around the corner, and I'm like, What? And he's like, uh, what? And then it was like, oh, this is crazy because we would always see each other at like live events or Comic-Con, or, you know what I mean? But to just see a, a person out in the world that eh, that you know inside and out because we, I mean, we've been doing the show for years. And it was just like, but you don't exist here in this plane of life. Like what? It was really fun. Was Seeing so your fun. teacher out of school at the it's, mall. It's like, a thousand what? percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave school? Yeah. Uh. Japan, Brian. Cool. So, how's everybody else doing? I might buy a boat. <laughs> How are you guys doing? By the way, let's get back to me. Boat. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? What, what boat are you gonna get? Seriously. Speedboat, uh, like cigarette speedboat, or like a yacht? Yeah, yeah. I want to do a lot of drug running, Tom, as I've always dreamed. <laughs> My dream since a child. Just my head went to James Bond. Yeah. Oh, that's true. This is true. But uh, it explains no why I've got so much money to buy boats and. Teslas. I can't even say it. That's how poor I am. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted a boat, I think. And, you know, COVID hit and I was like, man, if I had a boat, I could just be like, bye, Los Angeles. I'm going to Catalina. Also Classic on the zombie show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, but so, didn't Catalina even have, like, weird restrictions on what people could do? Yeah, it was more like, let me go and like anchor in Catalina and like bring a lot of food and just like chill for a couple weeks and then see what happens. Maybe go like, I don't know, fight, diving for food. I don't, I don't know. This is all, <laughs> Have you ever, all very preemptive. Alex, <laughs> I love you. You would never dive for food. You might try I've it. And you'd be like, never mind. Before. I'm postmating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, postmate. You, they do that actually on water taxis. Anyway, like, so yeah. we've been looking for a boat for since like, April, mid-April, and we finally found a boat. We put in an offer. The offer has been accepted. And we are now, thank you, thank you. We are now in the gotta test it and make sure it's still working and all of those things. So, yeah. I think that, yeah, that is a law, SCS. Nothing bad has ever happened on a boat. What will you I think you started the sentence with, I think I'm buying a boat. Well, and what we find out is that you are, in fact, buying well, a boat. Technically, at any point, we could just be like, nah, we don't really want to have a boat. And then mm. until we like sign the deal where it's like, now nah, this boat is ours. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm fingers crossed, but very excited. Yeah. What will you name it? It already has a name. And the name is Euribia. 
which is the Greek oh, god. A condom. <laughs> no, no, not ribbed. Uh, you're a ribbed. Uh, no, so it's Euribia, and she is the Greek goddess that had control over mar maritime seas. So she had control over the seas, and it was like, oh, that's cool. Because, by the way, when you go shopping for a boat, you re you learn stuff like it is uh, it is um, uh, uh, bad luck to rename a boat. Really? So boat, yep. If a boat has a name and you change the name of the boat, that's bad luck. It's huh. also bad luck to have bananas on a boat. Really? What? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's like There's, the only fruit I eat. Well, don't bring them on a boat. I mean, you okay. can if you're not superstitious. But what for us, you, we were like, grow them on your boat. You start with the little baby banana seeds and grow them. They were there from nothing. I don't think banana. I don't think banana seeds are are uh, bad luck, and therefore I would say <laughs> yes. I will allow that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know we all collectively know what the best name for a boat is, right? Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface is. I mean, Maud. Oh, Maud. Maud. When I Maud. say it, a boat is Maud. <sighs> oh, Maud. Got it. Yes. So if you call yeah, the we... boat Maud, yeah, Maud is Maud. <laughs> A few Americans in your weed act, <laughs> everything beautiful. But I gotta be honest, I'm a little sad it took almost 20 minutes or a little over 20 minutes to get to your first pun. <laughs> Someone did we're, say that for a, for a drunk's giving, we're all exceptionally sober. So, yeah, bottoms up, bitches. Well, it's because we started the thing was like the first episode of the Drunk Smith is like not that bad. By the way, Allison, still echoing. That's you. How's it me? Who has their external speaker Is box? Is it me? Oh my god, I feel like we're doing a game of Clue. I mean, and it's like there is one echo. Oh, oh, and it's echo, one out of five. Oh, 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 Which oh. is it? One Who has the it? echo? Mod, maybe get headphones. Did that screw everything up? Did you see that I said if you see down the bottom where the setting sign is, it says Cam and Mike. You just switch what the setting is would be for the the new headset. So, unless it oh. automatically comes in because you've got a Mac. A well-oiled machine as always. I've been hanging around Trish Hershberger. Oh, how's Trish? I miss Trish. He's great. Well, you guys figure it out. I'm going to do some reading. Oh, I actually, Tom, how cool was it seeing people dress up as Primer for Halloween? Oh, it was awesome. It was great. This past week, we sent out a bunch of books to people who did cosplay as Primer for Halloween. Jennifer and I autographed them. Sent them out. They're all very, very happy. So yeah, it was really a dream come true. So we're we're stoked. We're we're very happy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been it's been killing it, Tom. I was very proud. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah oh, sure. Primer going off in the chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chat. By the way, speaking of Among Us. Uh, I finally played it, and it was so much fun. Was it good? We all did. I know. I want to play it more. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's just, it's so... What are you doing after this? <laughs> yeah, uh, Mandalorian. Again. Oh, this episode? I gotta catch oh, you up. Good. Don't talk about it. Don't, uh. Okay. I will, it's okay. good. It's I'm good. Gonna say, okay, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna get a little controversial. Or controversial. Whatever, however you pronounce it. Aluminium. That's good. I love the Mandalorian. I think it's fantastic. I love everything about it. it. Makes me happy. I love all the like fan service stuff. Like you know, when I don't want to say anything in case somebody hasn't seen anything. Uh, 
there was one moment in the last episode that made me kind of go, is it too far? Is it a bridge too far? There's a name said at the very last bit, and that name is very important to a subset of Star Wars fans that are deep into things that aren't the main movies. My fear is, is that going to not land? Like, that was like a, yeah, my God. But it's like, unless you know, that's sort of like a, okay, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out who that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my fear is, are we getting too close to that, like, you know what I mean? Like, and it, and and I don't I don't think we got there, but I just I'm I'm worried that it's gonna fe- start feeling a little bit like if you know you know if you don't it's just not as good. Plug plug plug! I do a weekly oh. Mandalorian show called The Mandalorian. You do? Yes. Amazing! Who knew? Yeah. This is great. That well, he All did. And <laughs> plug, um, plug plug. We talk about this. I talked about the fact that the first season of uh, The Mandalorian it's uh, it is not a podcast. Uh, Blue Centio. It is on YouTube, Geek Bomb's YouTube page at 2 p.m. PT every Friday. Um, and because right. I am, I mean, I've hosted Star Wars podcasts, I'm deep in the lore, uh, yeah. Clone Wars, Rebels, you name it. And you're talking about the fact that Dave Filoni, who created Clone Wars and went on to do Rebels, has uh, really cultivated a sub genre of Star Wars. And he used the animated sort of realm to pick and choose characters from Legends, which is now the expanded universe. And he was like, that's such a good character. We need to bring it in. And he created new characters like Ahsoka Tano, um, who was uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. And so it's kind of uh, telling the story about that that side of things. And I was wondering as well with uh, Mandalorian Season 1, I was like, this is just telling like another little portion of the Star Wars universe, what what Mandalorians are. We only really know Boba Fett. Uh, It was explored in uh, Clone Wars and in uh, Rebels slightly, and there were some significant characters about it. Um, But I also noticed that now that Dave Filoni is directing and he's been playing. this last episode. Yes. And he's been, he was actually in two episodes before that, you know, the, um, the rogue squadrons, the, the cops. Yeah. yeah. The one that didn't talk, Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's happening now is that Dave Filoni, I think has established himself as such an integral storyteller. And he's the only person who's sort of like been nailing what Star Wars is, looks yep. like, feels like. Consistently. Since- since George yeah. Lucas. Yeah. And now with Mandalorian, like John Favreau, it's fine. It's he's good with Iron Man. He's good with like developing characters. But his storytelling is for me becoming really predictable, especially in Mandalorian. Like I write D hmm. campaigns, episodics, and I literally will watch along and I'm like, oh cool. Meets guy in bar. Guy has armor, won't give armor back unless you help defeat this monster. Yeah. And it's like Everything, and then the next one was an escort mission, you know. And it's like this is this is a fantasy game, this is a, a role playing game here. But then Dave Filoni comes in and like tells a story, mm-hmm. and it's getting better. And now he's introducing more characters from the Clone Wars and Rebels series that he's bringing to life. So he's mm-hmm. bringing animated characters to life. I am actually more excited about this episode onwards than anything I've seen before from The Mandalorian. And anything that Dave Filoni touches is better than the latest trilogy that we've had. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Real quick, I want to jump in so badly in defense for for the, the long-forgotten, underappreciated 2D animated Clone Wars by Jendi Tartakovsky. 
Okay. That launched that launched Dave Filoni and the CG Clone Wars. That's what I love the new Clone Wars, but that that was like that true. Oh, the OG. Two thousand five. That one came out, I believe, wasn't it? I want to say yes, but it, every uh, I feel like it always gets so overlooked, and it was so very brief, yeah. just a blink in the Star mm. Wars universe. Oh. But uh, but I from what I've read and understand, uh, Gendi Gendi, I don't know his first. I have to say his first name was was Lucas's apprentice before Dave Filoni. Mm. Uh, and that's a, it's a whole thing. Did he go like, to the oh, dark side? Is that what happened? Please don't forget. <laughs> I have never in my life seen Podcat be this passionate about anything before, and it has made me very excited. And also, Actually, Podcat, <laughs> may I say, quarantine has treated you well because you look fantastic. You got babe vibes going, bud. Oh, yeah. You got that thing. Cool. I'm, I'm coming for the Tom muscles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They, they, they. Uh, was it you, Aristotle, that was talking to me about uh, the Clone Wars, that the movie with like um, the short moment with Anakin and Samuel L. Jackson? Like, uh, uh, my God, why can't I? It's not Mace, mine. Mace it's not me. It's not me. Mace Windu. We, We're all got uh, headphones the... on now, and I can hear it, and it's not me. <laughs> Which is weird because I can't hear it. I don't hear it. Can you hear the echo? No. I can hear it. Okay, That's take weird. the headphones off. I I only heard it when I had the headphones on. <laughs> so it only comes through headphones? Ah. No, it's it's there coming from somewhere. Yeah. I don't hear it at all right now. So Same. Aristotle, you have 45 minutes to figure out where the echo do, do, is coming do, 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 from. Do, 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 okay, the make it. So he is a sound designer. He is an audio engineer. Can he figure it out? <laughs> You guys, I, just, I feel like we need to do a quick uh, shout out to our um, auction that's going on. It's ending in oh, yeah. few minutes. Ooh, how's it, how's it bid. looking? Please bid. We are still currently at $1,325. Uh, and you have 14 minutes left to bid, y'all. Look at that. Look at that sexy Lego with those yeah. sexy pictures. You know you want it. By the Tom, way, guys, yeah. if, you didn't, if you didn't watch, it it was very fast. Like we we built that thing strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really did. Yeah. I think we well, were expecting to be there for like four hours and we were there for like two. Yeah. yeah. But we were all hopped up on all the candy that the oh, yeah. Had. <laughs> and and we were the last of the Blantons. For, yeah, the Blantons. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Afterwards, after that, wait a minute, after we put this together, Allison and I went out, right? Didn't we go drinking after that? Still? Oh my god, yeah. we totally did. And I'm pretty sure I cried to you while sitting at the bar, Tom. Probably. I remember dropping you guys off at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I dropped you guys off at a bar and it was like, good luck. That would be Alex, yeah. You went to a liquor store, I think, so you could buy liquor, Alex. Yes. And you went to Lucio and Frank, where Allison's friend came over. And I got like tipsy Mm -hmm. enough where I'll be like, I'll pay for everything. I got my card member here. I'm I'm pretty sure all I did was eat mashed potatoes. I mean, I drank, then and then drank. Yeah. an entire <laughs> serving of mashed potatoes. Yum. Guys, speaking, speaking of mashed potatoes and food, I am trying something Ooh. currently that I am very nervous but cautiously optimistic about. Exercise? Is it just potato diet? <laughs> no, no. Never going to try that. Uh, no, I have a... Wrong answers a, only. <laughs> I have a brisket oh. that has been in the sous vide for 24 hours. Dude, that sous vide thing you have. Uh, Alex? Yes. I'm very excited to see what happens. We'll see. So, okay, so Alex, you're gonna love this. So I do already. I didn't. 
you know, I didn't, I didn't travel for Thanksgiving. It's the first Thanksgiving I did not spend with my, my parents and my brother, mm -hmm. which was really weird. Thank, thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah. But what I do, I I've talked about this, but you know, I have an aunt who lives in Los Angeles and my grandmother mm -hmm. is now living with my aunt as well. So my ni 96 year old grandmother is in Los Angeles. So what I did was I self-isolated for 14 straight days, like did oh. not see another human being for 14 days. Yep. So I could safely go to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. Mm. But what my aunt did, cause she during quarantine has got into sous vide oh. the turkey. I Amazing. had sous turkey for Thanksgiving. And how I was it? Fucking delicious. It's a magic machine. It's a magic machine that makes uh, that uh, make magic uh, happen. I don't know how to bring this up, uh, and I feel like this is a safe place to do it. Um, but sous vide, you say, this is the first time in my life I'm hearing these words. Alex, please go. Okay, What's well, a sous vide? First off, you're welcome. <laughs> Secondly. Who uh, is Sue? <laughs> so Mrs. Vide. Sous vide is French for under pressure, I believe, under vacuum, I think. So this used to be a way that uh, it's sometimes called an immersion circulator. Um, essentially, it's a way that that uh, restaurants used to make food. Uh, it's hard to decide when you want to hang out with more of the dungeon master or the one who sous vide on a boat. Bro, you better believe I'm getting a second sous vide machine for the boat. <laughs> and it has a full-size kitchen. Just saying. Uh I have D20. thousand percent. Okay, okay, okay. We all have D20s. I got to find my D20. Anyway, uh, although I have never dungeon mastered, nor would I ever want to. I think it's probably hard. It's like the most amazing thing when it works well. Anyway, uh, so the whole concept of an immersion circulator is, so you, uh, have you ever, so you know how like when you get a steak, at some restaurants, like fancy restaurants, they, they won't ask what uh, doneness you want. They'll ask what temperature you want. Have you had that happen? Where they'll go like, well, we think because like medium rare is like 135, something around that. Is, it basically means that the internal temperature of the of the steak has gotten to 135 degrees and they've stopped the cooking process. Alex, That's, do you have a wanker checklist that you are ticking things off on? I, a thousand percent. I have <laughs> okay. like, what, what do you need? I got I'm sure there's yeah. stuff here. <laughs> I was like, I have. I have Cuban cigars in a cigar box. I got a 3D printer. It's just, it's, choose your wanker. Uh, so so uh, anyway, so the way that the immersion circulator works is you actually have this device that brings a, a pot of water basically uh, up to a certain temperature and holds it at that temperature for an extended period of time. Now, what that means is if you take a steak and you vacuum seal it, hence the sous vide, and you put it in that water, if you, you can leave it in there as long as you want, and it will never overcook. Because you can't cook it more than 135 degrees if it's in a bath water of 135 degrees. It'll only ever get to 135 degrees. Now, the longer you wait, the more it'll just, it literally will turn into like, if you leave it in there for too long, it'll turn into like beef jelly. Like it just sort of Ooh, evaporates. Yeah. But <sighs> if, you, if you take a steak, a really nice steak, and you put it in a vacuum seal and in a sous vide machine for an hour. When you take that steak out, it is done to perfection, exactly how you want it, right? Mm. Then you do what they call a reverse sear, which is you take it out, and I'm not going to lie to you, it looks like shit. It's like gray. It's reverse fucking sear. ugly looking. It's horrible. But it's okay. You pat it dry. You hard sear it, and it is literally the best steak 
perfectly done every time. You will never. And if you cook for people, I mean, uh, post COVID, when people come over for dinner, yeah, you can actually set the thing up because you know it's going to take an hour. You can drop them in, but you can leave it in there for like probably an hour. I wouldn't go too much farther than another hour. Uh, and now they have like the jewel is a great example. I think it's like 150 bucks, something like that. But it also works on your iPhone, so it's got an app. Like it'll literally tell you like your food is done, and you're like, thank you, Jewel. Uh, it's amazing, and I have actually seared my steaks with the not a flamethrower flamethrower. I have yeah, I have actually tried it. <laughs> I, well, that's it's because it's sitting up on my thing. It's another Here. wanker thing. Oh. <laughs> flamethrower in a flamethrower in a box. The the not a flamethrower flamethrower says you're not supposed to like press that trigger for more than like eight seconds, right? Something like where I you mean, it's a guideline. It's a guideline. It's a guideline. Yeah. This is what the turkey looked like. Wait, which way? Uh, oh, yeah, she yeah, did yeah. the whole bird. Oh yeah, she oh, did the God. whole freaking turkey for 24 hours. That's oh so my God, that's such and a then idea. we dried it that. off and put it in the oven for like yep. we roasted it for 30 minutes, and then that gave it its like perfect brown. It was honestly that's what I'm gonna do with the with the uh, with the brisket. As soon as we're done here, I'm gonna cut it up, dry it, or open it, dry it, and then put it under the broiler. Alex, I'll be there five minutes after we finish this stream. Done. No, I I'll won't. slice your piece. People right I now. know, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long is that lasting? What's the latest one? I mean, it doesn't actually alter my Three day weeks. at all. Where, this is what yeah. I told my folks. I was talking to my folks today, and they were like, you can come down to San Diego if you need to get out of L.A. And I was like, I'm nothing is changing for me. Yeah. That's how I, I, like, I'm not going shoe shopping on Melrose. <laughs> I haven't done that ever let alone in a viral <laughs> pandemic but for real what what is the new thing uh it's safer at home so i think everything is going to get closed down except for delivery restaurants and uh, uh like pharmacies and um no, grocery stores no retail still open it's it's anything social so yeah. anything retail anything still open do, that yeah because anything you can do with a mask i mean it's it's um well, oh i uh, see it's the eating capacity. you have to take it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's limited capacity. So like you can only have a store at like 30% capacity or 25% oh. capacity. Well, but in that case, Melrose will look exactly the same off. because nobody gives a crap about anything here. <clears throat> it's crazy. <laughs> it's just these young kids walking around, masks in their pocket. You know, it's like, really? That's how you think this is going to stop mm. spreading is in your pocket? Okay. I've become more of an asshole since COVID. <laughs> and I don't know what, if it's like... What's the Karen spectrum? Because I thought the Karen was, I refuse to wear a mask in this establishment and I do That's not Karen. have to in my rights. Yep. But I'm here going, can I speak to the manager because that fuckwit <laughs> is not wearing one? That's and not Karen at all. That's the anti-Karen. Okay, what's anti-Karen? Anti-Karen is a mod. Is a mod amazing. <laughs> Pass it on. Oh, Pass we're doing it. it. We're doing it. It's there done. We go. That's the subtitle of Drunksgiving. Yeah, the anti-Karen anti is a mod. And speaking of, y'all, we only have four minutes left in our auction. Oh, guys. So if people are thinking of bidding, get your bids in now. I would say it's one of a kind, but we did it once before. So two of a kind? Well, true, but the one before did not have mod nor Aristotle signatures on it. So This, this is true. So it is a one of a kind. So and get you're getting in when the getting's good. By the way, this is the third time we've done this where we've built a Lego, signed it, and auctioned it off. Uh, for charity, but I believe the other two times we did it, we—I mean, I don't want to knock this, but we raised like around three to five hundred dollars or something like that. So the fact yeah. that we are 
over a thousand dollars already is like really incredible. How does this happen? Can we people just want to make a donation? Oh yeah, Yeah. what's the fund? Can you send the website straight into chat? Uh, Uh, Probably. Uh, We have been oh the leg of the um, eBay auction one or the oh no Mm -hmm. California Fire Foundation. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's it's yep. cafirefoundation.org. If you want to yep. just donate straight to them and maybe say just, you know. Half hour happy hour or enjoy your happy hour. We would greatly appreciate that. And you can use the uh, the half hour happy hour fans at gmail.com account is still open. So you can use that. As I a- think it'd be fitting if they left a comment that just said space. Space. <laughs> I uh, think that would be amazing if all but, of a sudden the California Fire Foundation is like, we just made got a whole bunch of donations with just the tag. <laughs> you know, we don't go to space, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the Razor Crest yes. ship. Yes. 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 Oh, that was okay. you? <clears throat> what? The pet, the pet bear? bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That story wrecked my day. There's <laughs> a bear in like the uh, camper or something? Or what am I? Bear uh, in the bathtub. Yeah, the bear yeah, in the bathtub. Yeah. Like in a trailer. Yeah. 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 Wait, yeah, was that? This guy stopped. No, it was just a regular episode, but they told the story about he wrote an email in saying basically, uh, was it a cousin or something like that? Decided to, he saw a bear out when he was camping. So he took it, took the bear. A cub. Raised the, uh, raised the cub in a, took the baby cub, the, be, the cub. That's great. It, raised it in the bath. And then it started getting restless and started tearing everything up. And then the, at the end of the story, it wasn't like, and they gave it back to Mama and they were reunited. No, the bear died. The cub died. Oh, man. That's what happens with wild animals. I hate to say this, but my, well, I don't hate to say this, whatever it happened before I was born. But my my grandfather was uh, eclectic, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> my mom and her siblings, when growing up, would always say, like, I want this like exotic pet. So my mom had a spider monkey and a woolly monkey what? as pets. Yeah. Uh, my, Where is this here in the... San Diego. They would yeah. come to L.A. and they would get the pets and then bring them back down to San Diego. They had a, uh, what was it called, an ocelot? I think it was an ocelot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like a mountain cat. It was like a lynx type oh cat, gosh. like mountain cat. And then they had like a some sort of giant lizard thing. Anyway, but the thing that was really funny. But first off, there's a lot of good funny anecdotes about this this spider monkey. Um, <laughs> the the craziest thing was that it would it didn't like to wear a diaper. Oh and no! So it Who would, does that? What happened is you would walk by and it would take its diaper down, pee on you, and then laugh hysterically. <laughs> like that was like its favorite thing to do. Can we get him on the show? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, spider monkeyus. Uh, I think his name was George. I can't remember. Uh, we wait, we're in the we're six in seconds. The six seconds. Drum roll, please. I'm so stressed out. Uh, it is officially done. Sold. Drum roll, please. We sold for $1,325. You guys, that, that is, is so much. Ricking bronkers. I'm gonna buy so many spider monkeys with that money. Dude, you're buying nothing with that money. I'm sorry, it is going to thank you. Wait, I should say the name of the person who won, Chris. Chris, that's a very straight, that's a very specific, usually like usernames. Applause, Chris. No, I'm not saying his whole name because he doesn't want his name. No, I get, yeah, 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 just Chris. I just assumed it was like Rocket Man 121212, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, no. Exactly. Uh, Maud, that thing is adorable that you are holding. That, that small Zelda. puffy thing. Oh, thank Zelda. you, Barbie. Yeah. This is Bubba. Oops, sorry. This is she's a little tired. She just had dindins. But someone said of, how the pets uh, of um HHHH going. Good. We have uh we have, I don't know, Monty's around here somewhere. I had to close the door because my wife was having an animated phone conversation in the next room. And anybody that knows my wife knows that that will come through my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never seen your wife get angry though. She's nice and loud, which I like. But she's, she's a happy, like, happy loud. Yeah. yeah, she's happy loud and happy yeah. drunk. She, I've, I've never Very seen her like. I, I mean, I've seen her drunk a lot. Like she's seen me drunk a lot, but she's not like the angry kind. She's like gets happier and happier. And they say. Yeah, I'm yes, depressing, but she seems very happy. Oh it definitely ha it's mainly just happiness, as it were. Ooh, can we talk about the Italian stuff on this slip? The Italian stuff? Yeah, because I want to know if you've gotten any, if you've gone any further down the road of research. But we also don't have to. Oh. This hot cop? Are we talking hot I cop? I figure out what you were hinting at. Well, I didn't want to just come know. out. <laughs> No, we can I talk about that. Oh, because there's still people in the process of figuring it out. So, no, have not you the found... phone napping. That's what I thought he was talking about. Something else. What? No, so I. Well, okay. So I, I, I don't think no, because we hadn't we haven't talked anyway. So I found out that I am technically an Italian citizen. What? Yeah. That reverb, yeah, very good. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. So I am technically an Italian citizen and could apply to get my Italian passport as an Italian citizen. And it's this whole chain of, like, if-then statements that I just sort of started looking at, and I was like, you know, this is already the most Alex story ever. So I, because seriously, like me, but my great-grandfather is named uh, Giuseppe Brazil from Naples, and I didn't think anything of it because I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. That's a fake name. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, even better. So my grandmother's name is Mafalda Brazil. Uh, yeah, so very, very Italian. Uh, anyway, long story long, uh, <laughs> I found out that because of, like, the order of operations of my great-grandfather's citizenship, the way that it works in Italy is if you are a blood – if you are blood related to an Italian and you are born, you are automatically an Italian citizen. It doesn't matter where you're born. It doesn't matter anything. If that person is an Italian citizen, you are an Italian citizen. And the thing that tricks, trips people up is when you become an American citizen back in the days, you renounce your other citizenship. So a lot of Italians emigrated to the United States. They became American citizens, which meant they denounced their Italian citizenship, then had children. Now those children can can like go and like get a lawyer and and fight and, and become citizens. But the ones that are still citizens, they didn't never had to renounce their citizenship because they didn't know that they. So basically, my grandmother was an Italian citizen and didn't know. So why would she renounce it? Therefore, when my mom was born, she was automatically an Italian citizen yeah. because she doesn't know. So why would she renounce it? So then when I was born, I was an Italian citizen. Anyway, so I tell I told this to Allison and she was like, wait a minute. My great grandparents are Italian. And I'm like, so I'm an Italian citizen? So Alex and I are both in the process of figuring out how to get our Italian passports is the yeah. moral of the story. And <laughs> yeah. you doing Duolingo? 
No, I'm, that's yet. the next thing. That's the next thing. But the best part about it is Italy, EU country. So it's not just an Italian passport. It's a European passport. Yes. But what's what's very exciting, and I know a lot of listeners to this podcast. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great comment. That's a great comment. Yeah. We have to say, someone read it out loud, so it's all. I there. assume Australian citizenship is granted after birth and upon successful defeat of a dingo in single combat. Correct. Correct. So my Genius. thing now is to try and put up a really funny comment as Alex is taking a sip because you nearly did shoot that out. That's oh god. So. Uh, <sighs> So listeners to the half hour happy hour will remember the story of my phone getting stolen in the, gr the great Italian phone napping of 2016. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I have been in the process of turning that into a feature film script with a writer friend of mine. What? Uh, yeah. And cool. so like we're, we are very close to, to uh, selling this script. And so, um, oh my God, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so, I'm like, I want my Italian citizenship because a lot of this film will be shot in Italy. Oh, right? yeah. And then I can go over and work as a local hire as opposed to. Amazing. Uh, exactly. So I just. When Alex said this. I was like, this is genius. I just awesome. had an epiphany. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think or I should. Not. I think <laughs> I should say it. I think, I think you'll take it well. I think you, you'll see it as a compliment, Allison. Oh. You're becoming a hot Tina Fey. Okay. Tina Fey was already hot. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean, like hotter, hotter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just like I don't know if you go back. Like I love that they're pushing the glasses back. <gasps> yeah, like, if you go back a minute. If you go back a minute, you just see me go. <laughs> no, I just mm -hmm. I had no idea what was coming next, so it took me a second just to process what the compliment was. But hell, and, and Navelle is right. Yep. Yeah. I just yep. I pretty much finished my first one. And uh, guys, this is one compliment. I'm only just getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maud, yeah. questione, as um, I'm assuming still an Australian citizen. Oh, yeah. Do you are, have you gone for the American citizenship? Are you going to do the dual citizen thing? Are you just going to hang out visa work stuff? What's the vibe? Well, I, apply, I applied for my green card. Um, there I you go. The process in 2017 before the Trump administration kicked in. Um, uh, yes, my lawyers sucked and it was a r awful sort of like battle. You know, for example, I had a, a really, really impressive letter of recommendation from someone super, super high up at a really big company. Mm. And then, uh, nine months later, my lawyer's like, oh, we just need to change the wording of one paragraph. So you'll need to send it back to them, get them to re-sign, blah, blah, blah. And when I did it, the email bounced. Oh they no. They no longer worked at that company. No. So the whole letter became null and void. Uh, and another one happened where it's like, you know, they, they didn't like the wording of one sentence. And, uh, you know, I emailed and it's like, hi, just to kind of check, hey, we haven't spoken in a year and a half. Is everything going well? Uh, about to ask the favor. And they said, yeah, I've got terminal cancer. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, then I'm not going to ask you to do this either. So that's two of my massive letters. Whoa, so yeah. the whole thing was just like everything that could go wrong started <laughs> to go wrong. But then my my lawyer was just like, you've got an open and shut case. You've had six visas, O one one visas. Yeah. But yeah. right after two or three, you get your green card. So we yeah. submitted and it got rejected. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. Jesus. But don't worry. Oh. I still have to pay for all the brilliant work they've done. Yeah. Oh. Yay. So yeah, visas lawyers. are fine for me. Visas are fine. Oh. 
Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, I will say this. If there's anything I can do to help out, feel free to let me know. Find me a husband. I'm marrying because he's already married. Find me a husband. Find you a husband. Done. I'm on the hunt. Aristotle well, you know what, though? Looking fine, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually think that it's a little bit more, like, because I remember when I first moved, all I heard was, oh, you just want to marry. Like, going on dates with a guy where you just want a green card. But now, like, if when, when Trump was possibly, <laughs> like, when all the stats were coming in and we weren't sure, my God, it was an attractive thing to be an Australian here because Americans wanted out. And I, all of a sudden, had all the power. And I was like, oh, does someone <laughs> want an Australian citizenship and you want my green card? <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, the system works. Let's go to Sydney. <laughs> I thought about that, too, because we were like, oh, man, maybe we'll just all move to New Zealand. Dude, I still I would. would. Yeah. yeah. I was actually I, dating I was with you. Property. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah really? parents, at, at the beginning of this year, I don't know if you remember, but my parents were on a cruise in New Zealand at the beginning of 2020, yeah. which I feel like both of those things are things that are like, well, they're like buzzwords now. Yeah. Had they just been like, you know what? Let's just rent a place for six months. Boy, would they have been happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I told oh. you my roommate was a Kiwi. And he lasted about four, three weeks of quarantine and he moved back home. Yeah, and like, my God, when I was like checking in, it's like, hey, are you okay? We're like month seven. And he's like, ha, 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 oh my God. ha, ha, yeah. And then would send me photos of like the most beautiful locations. And I'm like, yeah, you did the smart thing. Good mm -hmm. on you. Did you send I'm him a picture again. though of our orange skies? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, when everything was on fire. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fitting that we just raised all this money for the California Fire Festival. Hey, drum roll, please. There we go. All right, y'all. Did we do it? Wait, we I don't want more drink. Oh, well, we have to wait till you did. Oh, you, you ran out of drink. No. Oh, that's unopened. An unopened one? Same here. I, I was sort of surprised. I was, like, I was like, isn't Allison going to like tell, read us a story or something? Like, what are we doing? Tell us a story, Allison. Yeah. yeah. What? I don't, I don't know. know. A story about? Uh, <laughs> Wait, I do know what to tell you a story about. Oh, my God. This is, why this I is asked. so important. This is the, this is. I mean, let me be fair. There's been multiple times over the last few months where I've been like, damn, if Half Hour Happy Hour was still going right now, this would have been a great story for the podcast. <laughs> yes. So one of the things, I'm assuming I can talk about this now. I haven't I haven't made this public because it's not technically my news, but uh, this was news. I think I this will about. be okay. Yeah. I'm now an aunt. Ooh. Yay. I know my nephew was born at the end of June. Wow, congratulations. Um, my, my brother and his sister-in-law just haven't posted anything public about him, which is the only reason I'm like, can I tell the story? But I know I talked about my sister-in-law being pregnant and that I was going to be an aunt. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like it's fair to say that like, <laughs> I am now an aunt. Um, but cool. here's the crazy thing that happened. So um, she was due to give birth on June 27th. And I flew out there on June 17th because my plan was to fly out. I wasn't going to stay with my brother. I was like quarantining and I was going to get tested five to seven days afterwards and then hopefully be cleared. And then I'd be able to like help them out when the baby comes. 
Well, I got to New Jersey and baby arrived within 48 hours of me being there. So I was not cleared of quarantine yet. Um, And also uh, they didn't like, it was one of these situations where I guess my sister-in-law just that day was like, I'm feeling a little off. I'm feeling a little weird. And my brother was like, okay, well, let's go to the hospital just to make sure. And then all of a sudden they were like fully checked into the hospital and we're going to be having a baby and just were not prepped for that, especially because these days, thankfully they, she gave birth in a, in a New Jersey hospital, which meant that my brother was allowed to be in the room with mm. her. Oh, that's good. Um, but they had a, they were both tested before they were admitted. And so once my brother was admitted, he was not allowed to leave and go back to the hospital. Huh. And many of you may remember that my brother has a 20 at the time was a 21, 22 year old cat that I took care of a lot. Yes. This is a cat that needed to be like fed at certain times and given medications at certain times. So thank God I was in town. So, cause while my brother was in the hospital, I was the one going to their place, feeding and caring for this cat. Well, the other thing that happened during all this was my brother's freezer broke. So it, <laughs> yes. the, the, the fridge part worked, but the freezer part at the bottom no longer worked. And now my brother's like in the hospital, has a newborn and is like, we need a fully working refrigerator freezer unit. Well, <laughs> this is so insane. So the house that my brother lives in has custom built cabinetry around this refrigerator. And it's something that it w- existed when they bought it. Meaning that when this fridge broke, there's only one fridge that fits in this custom built cabinetry. So my brother bought online this custom built or this very specific fridge. And it was supposed to be delivered Yes, everyone opened their drinks. It was supposed to be delivered the day after my nephew ended up being born. And so my brother was like, it's being delivered between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. You have to be at my place for this so the fridge can be delivered. I'm like, I'm on it. Like, this is my job. So I get there um, and got, okay, I'm going to say long story short, the people show up to deliver the fridge and then decide that they cannot deliver the fridge, even though I solve every problem that they come up against, like it won't fit here. And I'm like, I can remove this door. I can literally take this door off the hinges. I can take this railing off the hinges. It can fit through this space. And then finally they were like, well, because it has to go up a flight of stairs, uh, we actually need five people to move it, not three. And I was like, I will find, I have friends. I will find two other people to come move this fridge. And they were like, no, they have to be part of the company because lawsuits or whatever. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Fine. (laughs) I know it's 2020. Literally. Sorry. It's 2020. We can't deliver this fridge. It's literally what it was. And so (laughs) I'm on the phone with the company and they're like, we're going to find more workers, but let these guys go deliver. They had something else to deliver in the neighborhood. And I'm like, cool. I let them leave. And the moment they drive away, I'm like, I should not have let them left. I leave. I should not have this is let bad. them left. You know what I mean? I'm like, they shouldn't have left. They, this is, they're never coming back. And lo and behold, they never come back. And now yeah. all of a sudden my brother's supposed to come from the hospital the next day with a newborn. There's no working freezer. And it's not like we can have it delivered after he arrives because he has a newborn in the house and there's a global pandemic and we can't just let rando people in the house. So then I'm on full on panic mode about how to get a fridge and freezer. I, I, I call, I tweet, I do all this stuff. I understand that I'm not getting this fridge delivered. So then my brother sends me on the mission to just find a freezer chest. Yeah. Like just 
standalone freezer and we'll figure out the fridge freezer situation later on. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can just find <laughs> freezer checks. Yeah, a place where you put half of your deer carcass. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't find a freezer chest because we're in a global pandemic. And what did everyone do yeah. at the beginning of this global pandemic? They panic bought too much food. So they all bought freezer chests to save all of their food. The only freezer chest I could find of a reasonable size in the tri-state area was 354 miles away in Massachusetts. And I was oh like, my God. Greg, I love you. I am not driving to Massachusetts to pick up a freezer chest. No, nothing on Amazon. It had to, we had to have it in the place by like 2 p.m. that day. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. So I end up finding a slightly bigger than we wanted freezer chest at a Home Depot about 45 minutes away. And the only reason I found it was because I called and asked. It wasn't on their like inventory. It just so happened I got freezers are still on back order. Yes. It just wow. so happened, I got the guy at that Home Depot who worked in that appliance area on the phone and he was like, oh yeah, we have a bigger one. And the only reason have we have it is because it was misdelivered. So that's why it wasn't in the like, you know, charts or whatever. In the like, chart. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm coming to get it right now. And so I'm, cause I was staying at my friend's place and I had his car and I like drove out there and I go to get this freezer chest and it's the only freezer chest and I pay for the freezer chest and someone brings it out to the car to help me fit in it. And it doesn't fit in the fucking car. <laughs> like, Murphy's fucking law. And my brother's texting me like, we're leaving the hospital in like 20 minutes. So is the freezer chest there. And I'm like, Greg, <laughs> I'm like, here's the deal. I think this thing will fit in your car. It does not fit in my car. So I drove back to my brother's place, parked outside their place, watched them as they drove up with my newborn <laughs> nephew, could not get out of my car and hug them because I oh still not God. was tested and cleared. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You're like, hi, baby. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. All right, I got this freezer. Yeah, this is the most, I know it is the most Allison story. Watch <laughs> them go into the house, bring the baby in the house. My brother comes out, he leaves his car keys on top of the car. I switch cars. I drive my brother's car back to this freaking Home Depot. Thank God this freezer chest fits in there. I drive it back to my brother's place. I push it out of the car myself oh and my get it in gosh. his garage so that my brother can get it in the garage into his house and we don't have to like cross paths or anything like wow. that. So anyway, that's my story of this freezer and the freezer chest and my nephew being born like eight days too early. And I finally got to meet my nephew like a week after he was born because that was when I got tested and was cleared and all of that. Is it a cute baby? He's the cutest baby. <laughs> the system works. He's yeah. the cutest little baby. I and love he, him so much. He did fit in the freezer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fun in the oven? <laughs> baby yeah, yeah, in the freezer. Baby in the freezer. We all know why they were getting the freezer, right? They put the baby in the freezer to keep it cool. <laughs> Anyway, that was my like ridiculous story that I remember like two days later being like, God, that would be a good podcast story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've done well, anything in eight months. <laughs> most exhausting 48 hours of my life. Yeah, but that sounds still, it kind of sounds exciting, you know, like something <laughs> happened. <clears throat> yeah, it's nothing really has been happening. No. 
I don't have nearly as good a story, but I also became an uncle. Hey! hey. No, I saw that Aristotle and I messaged him and I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> bought him little baby boxing gloves. Hey, Terry, cool. thanks for the reminder. You did Quibi. <laughs> you did Quibi. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Five months? Oh my God. Can we just talk about like the, the rise and fall of Quibi? I mean, the, <laughs> I was the there. Quibi, there was no was rise. There. It was just all, it was all fall. Yeah. I did move. I moved house too. I moved. Oh, get out. Yeah. Well, that's this cool. Place. I live by myself, which uh, makes oh, every nice. day in isolation feel like three. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's just Zell and me. It's lovely. It's fine. Can't date, really. Someone wants to meet. I'm like, no, no. Why would I want to be near you? And he's like, because I'm trying to go on a date with you. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a problem with that. I love that you just clutched your pearls. You're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. Ooh, is it a pandemic? This got to be Zoom dating. Come on. Allison, have I said any, have I had any kind of good stories? I've been tr I've been trying to date. I don't know. It's been kind of yeah. All I've heard from you are, are dating attempt stories. Yeah, the jump rope stories are pretty dope. Yes, I got back jump into rope. jump rope. Yeah. Oh, jump rope is is surprisingly hard as fuck. No, it's really easy. No, 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 not not technically, but like because I used to uh, kickbox. I used to do Muay Thai kickboxing, and we would always start with like, okay minute of of jump rope and i'm like a minute of jump rope. i've been jump roping all my life i'm a child of the 80s come on and I'm like, <laughs> 10 seconds in i'm like is it a minute yet jesus christ it is hard yeah hard i want to I, I think i want to try and break my double under um record Ooh, what's your double under record i think it's 82 in a row oh that's good that's yeah. solid so i'd like to get triple figures thank you sts yeah i got a voiceover role oh yeah. What was the voiceover role? Or is uh, it still TBD? It is. But um. I didn't sign an NDA. So it's uh, an iOS game. I sent uh, Allison for the details. I discovered because I did a little prodding and I was like, oh, my God, I have one of their games on my phone. Awesome. I know. I was uh, really excited about this. And I am doing a voice of a goddess. Ooh, yeah. yeah. She's, like, she's basically like very bored and hates humans. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bored, hates humans, I'm your gal. So I did that. Uh, but it's really cool because, like, I've kind of set up, I've got, you know, this little, this is my voice voiceover booth now. Cool. Nice. Very nice. So I have that that I just wrap around my mic uh, as, like, a, you know, until I become something more than a $40 booth requires. Mm. Uh, what's the most 2020 story in Vol 84? Ah. Uh. Eh. Uh, Brad tracks. Uh, sheesh, typecast much? Yeah, yeah I get <laughs> the voiceover jobs that I get. It's only like some sort of uh, like old god, kind of like ancient entity that hates everything, or an AI, and that's it. There's oh, yeah. no shades of gray. Well, you I look like that. an AI too. How do I take that? I, I see that you gave it. How well, do first I receive off, it? <laughs> think about every AI that's ever been in anything ever. It is usually a like Roman goddess yes. style, like Thank Adonis you. of a woman person, right? Like Thank from me, Alex. What else? No, what else? but I'm seriously like, who, no, you're right. There's no like, hey, her kind of like uh, midwestern fifty year old housewife AI that's just like, hey, you guys want more cookies? Yeah, boys and girls. It's always like, oh, my God, we got to save the AI. She's gorgeous. 
So like yeah. gorgeous. Cylon Six kind of deal, Battlestar Galactica. Is that what we're talking? Mm-hmm. About? Mm-hmm. So what was the one? What was the one from Halo? That everybody Cortana? loved. Oh, Cortana. Exactly. Like, come on. Hello. Pac-Man went to Cortana. GLaDOS. Or GLaDOS. 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 Is like Mass Effect? Is that the no, mm-hmm. GLaDOS is uh, Portal. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if we're stretching, I'd love to do my power. That's what I do on Geek Bomb. I ask everyone what they're playing, watching, and reading. Yeah, let's do it. We're in COVID. Oh, what, what game you're playing, whether it's an okay. app or a video game, what show you're watching or what the last movie that you saw okay, watching great. or reading the last book or comic you read. Love it. Who's I'm starting? In. Who's starting? Uh, I can start since I'm in the corner. Uh, okay. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to include board games and what am I playing? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. My, my Tabletop. I mm-hmm. have gotten into playing Sea of Clouds again. Uh, it's, a, it's a yellow game, that board game company I used to work for. Yeah. Sea of Clouds yeah, is yeah, awesome. Yeah. We'll just play it outside on my patio because you don't have to like change stuff or anything like that. You know, you can, you can do it from a socially safe distance. So that's what I've been playing. Um, reading, most people know this, the Wheel of Time series. I'm about oh, to yeah. 12 or did i just finish book 12 god i can't remember you've been flying through those i'm trying which is yeah. saying something those are like yeah. that's some serious books that's right there a, that's, a like that's a wheel that keeps on turning read yeah uh-huh. uh, and then watching i'm clearly watching the mandalorian and last yeah. night i actually just watched um just mercy which oh yeah how was that Lee Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very educational and and uh, heartbreaking film. Mm. Mm. Good. Good. That's what I need. More heartbreak yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go playing because it's playing, watching, reading. Power. I am playing. I actually just finished The Witcher Three for the second time. Oh wow! So good. Isn't that all? I love the game. So I played it in 2017, and then I noticed that when I started doing playing, watching, reading, sort of like in quarantine edition, I was like, what have I played or watched or read before that I know that I loved, that was safe and happy, but it's been long enough that I can experience as if it's for the first time again, but know it's a good time. Mm. So I replayed Witcher 3, which was fantastic. The credits were rolling last night, really great moment. Uh, and then I'm watching Buffy. <laughs> oh, my wow. Last, mm, my have last. You seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, a few times. I know, but sometimes people are like, oh, I finally got into Buffy, and you're like, welcome welcome to the most amazing thing. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but my last, like, full binge, like, start, stop, like, in under three months was 2014 or 15? 2014, I think? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 15? 15. So it's been five years. Um, Jumped back in that one again, and so good. And I'm about four episodes eight episodes away from finishing all of it because I'm on season seven. Yeah. And I am reading uh, the Throne of Glass series, which is about sort of like this female assassin um, mm. who was kind of like doing slave labor in a, in a mining camp uh, to die basically. But then the Ooh. king, the king uh, held a competition to get like all the best fighters in the world to find who his bodyguard, his like fighter champion would be. Mm-hmm. So she gets released from that to participate in this competition. And then it's like a seven book kind of um, story. Mm. Which I like, I'm a, I'm a fan of that one. So there you go. Who's next? I'll go since Tom just left. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is it is it short bladders, small bladders? Is that what's going on? I maybe I don't know. He just was not, like, not this I'm gal. out of here. Not this Smoke gal. Bomb. 
Still don't know how I'm not married. I'm like, it's weird what like my my things, my little powers are, but I have a really solid bladder, and that's got to be You're like up there. giant bladder. Any yeah, takers, 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 road trips? Come on. I can watch a whole uh, movie in the center of the cinema. I don't need an aisle ooh, seat. I can't I, do that. I do windows every time on planes. Oh god, all of this is like it's like hitting my anxiety. I'm like aisle, 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 man. Because I won't like, breach. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so playing. Uh, Shadowlands, the World of Warcraft expansion that just dropped yeah. on Monday. Uh, playing a lot of it. Uh, literally playing right before we got on to do this. Ooh, what's your uh, character? Uh, been, oh, I have uh, every single one of the classes at uh, 50. Um, and yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, it's a thing. And then uh, I have uh, two that I'm taking through right now sort of going back and forth between Affliction Warlock and uh, Balanced Druid. Uh, right now, focusing on my Balanced Druid, and then um, I'm sure I'll do something else once I get to level cap, but that's been really fun. Uh, I will say that right now we're watching The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, which is Ooh, fantastic. So, so yeah. great. But I will also say, I will put in a flag here in case you have not, or people have not watched it, because it was our palate cleanser. Like, we loved Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country and yeah, uh, Raised by that. Wolves. Those were, like, our things. But they're so dark, and 2020 is so effed up that we were just like, we need a palate cleanser. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Ted Lasso on Apple TV is just, it's just heartwarming fun. It, yeah. it, it's amazing. And, and, if you watch and they're 30 minutes, it's like little pieces of candy in your mouth. Uh, the first episode is the least good episode, in my opinion. So I would say if you watch the first episode, and you're like, eh, it's a half an hour. Watch number two by the end, crying, laughing, loving, hugging. It's just it's the most charming thing. And it goes places where you don't think it's going to go. It's it's really great. Um We've already watched it. I'm sure we're going to start watching it again. Uh, and then reading. The thing with me is, is like I'm I'm not a great reader. Like I do this thing, uh, which I, I don't know what why I do this. But when I read anything, I read it out loud to myself in my head. That's just how I consume ri written stuff. I've I've always done that as, as like when I was a kid. That's why for me, like the worst thing was like read this book and then we'll come talk about it. Cause I'm like, Oh God, this is going to take so long. And it, it's also really hard for me to focus. Cause I'm just sort of like listening to it yeah. in my head, but then another thought in. Get audible. Honestly, a thousand percent audio like saved me yes. for sure. But I will say the last book uh, that I uh, read that I was like super into, but then it kind of took a left and I was like, ah, which is in the name of the wind. Uh, 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 yeah. They need to release the third book, though. Yeah, I, I, know. No, I know. Yeah, I'm begging, and I've been petitioning this for since yeah. day one. My Nerdist book club that I'm a part of, mm. um, I've been pushing for that. But we're trying to get sort of like non-white men authors for a little bit yes. just to spice things up because you know yeah. the majority of authors were white dudes. So, and they're such the the first two books are such good quick reads that it's so frustrating that the third book isn't out yet. Because I'm yeah. sorry, quick reads. They're fat books. They I, I found yeah. them very easy to read. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. It's great storytelling. Our thick books and can get very sloggy at points because we're talking about every dress that every woman is wearing and all of this kind of stuff. Wait, I got to give a shout out. Hold on to to Murphy and uh, Andre. Oh, 
We're both watching Heart Baby Eggplant. Yeah. Oh my God, Andre, what's up, buddy? You yeah. really like if you watch episode five, you might see a little cameo from Alex and Tom. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, the best episode. That's what I've been told. All right, what am I? What am I? <laughs> it is very good. I as well just finish this out. I love that my wife was like, "Oh, I'll try some of that wine. That's very nice and mm. semi-expensive." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm taking the thing in anyway." Sorry, Heart Baby Eggplant is available both on YouTube at the, it's a Heart Baby Eggplant channel. Just YouTube slash Heart Baby. Wow, I'm drunk, you guys. I'm gonna. Get I love that. it. I love <laughs> it. This worked. Also, the system worked. It's also available on Amazon Prime. You can just search for it on Amazon Prime. That's Heart amazing. Baby Eggplant. It takes 30 minutes to watch the entire season. Yeah. So good. And uh, did Alex just kill a bottle? No, it wasn't a whole bottle. You decanted it. But that makes yeah, it. But a whole that's bottle. what you you I take a bottle and you put it in the decanter. What do you think decanting is? I did. I will say. There's one glass that was spoken for because my wife wanted to try it. There it is. That's all I was. I just need to be right. And I right. Hey, while we're doing a little bit of housekeeping, some people have been throwing bits and subbing. So I just wanted to give some shout Ooh. outs. Yeah. Uh, Adam Tullos, thank you for the bits. Nathan, thank you for the bits. Uh, I also know that we had some subs a little bit ago. Adam again gifted out five um, subs to the community. So oh, did fun. both of Monica. Thank you so much for giving out five uh, subs also. Which uh, you can say like I'm going to sub for other people and then the other people can claim them? No, I don't know how, how it randomly uh, distributes, but it will like just if you want to random people. Yeah, I think so. Gift subs. Yeah, if you gift them, whoever's in the chat, I think it will just randomly give it out. All, right. All right. I don't know if you can allocate it. I've never done it. Either way, sounds fan. I, I sound cruel. Um, and Chris just subbed for their second month, and Catnip Ninja subbed for their third month. So, just wanted to give them a little shout out because nice. Thank you. Back to the yeah. conversation. Who's got a power? Oh, here we go. Sorry, Tom hasn't done it. You can oh. choose to give specific people Ooh. or just make it a random gift. Amazing. That's awesome. And then it will give it out to followers, says Nathan, who has gifted. He went into a little bit of a sub war. There was sub oh. war between these two, actually. These two right here, if I may. <laughs> yep. When they get started. <laughs> and there must be a winner. It is all out war. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So I will say we are releasing this as an actual episode. And mm. Technically, our episodes are only supposed to be 30-ish minutes long, and we're at an hour. Look, Tom has empowered. Stottle okay. has empowered. Empty stomach. I need to get food anyways. That's fine. Yeah. Come on. My brisket ain't done. Let's just put it that way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm it's, an old, it's an old Italian saying since I'm all, all, an Italian <laughs> citizen. She's not done. Hey, the brisket is not done. Are you Tom, on? do you have a power? Do you have power. something you're playing, watching, and reading? Oh, yes. Uh, play, uh, playing Avengers, the new Avengers game. And it's oh. pretty cool to be able to play as like every Avenger, and it starts the, the whole storyline follows you know Miss Marvel, Kamala Harris. Miss Marvel, Kamala Harris, <laughs> and that's where he froze. Yeah. Oh no, he's back. Uh, okay, sorry. you're back. Yeah. So Kamala Khan is what I meant to say. Ah, and, got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like that was the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> I like I like both of them, and they just both happen to be in the, the zeitgeist. Yep. I get you. So uh, it's a great game. Uh, and then I'm reading. My mom sent me the Michael watching. J. Fox. Power. Huh? Oh. Power. Yeah, well, I was watching. Okay, okay. Watching. I just started watching um, that show on HBO, uh, uh, How to with uh, John something. Oh, yeah. What's it called? How to with John, not John Oliver, but some guy. There's, there's like six no, half hour mini documentaries. Wait, like 30 seconds. Chat will tell you. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, how to with John something, but they're really, really well done. Like com- comical documentaries about just simple things in life, like how to make risotto, how to uh, mm-hmm. uh, just watch it. It's really good. It's only like six episodes. And then reading, I have to start reading this book my mom sent me about Michael J. Fox. This is his most recent autobiography. Because my mom, when I was a kid, mom, my mom always said Michael J. Fox was my my mentor. No, I never met him. But when I when I saw Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future, um, I haven't read it yet. I'm looking to. Um, when I saw him Back to the Future, that made me want to become an actor, which is why I started doing acting and doing commercials and TV movies. So uh, and you became young, Jonna John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm an old drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I will that's also say. I will also say. Uh, oh, uh, Echo's back. Echo's back. Echo's back. Everyone video game about a dolphin back in the nineties. Alex. I mean, Echo's dolphin. Oh yeah, Echo's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great Sega uh, Genesis. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, so no, Echo the dolphin. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I don't know if it was Genesis or uh, or the next one. Um, anyway. I watched Love and Monsters. Oh, yeah. How is that? Which, for all intents and purposes, should be a bad YA movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Charming. Super fun. Aww. My wife and I loved it. My friend's Liter- in it. Which wh- what would, was she and or he? Uh, not sure. Her name's Amali. Um, she's Zab- a dear friend Amali? that I've had for ages. Um She's in it. Hold on, I can. Probably... Looking at IMDb, what's the what's her name again? Amali Golden. The monsters. Okay, okay. Hold on, just real quick, everybody. We can cut this out of the record, which we won't. Uh, no, no. Yeah, Aristotle. Maybe you want to edit some of this. No, no, it's all no. good. This is, all, this is research. What's her name again? Amali Golden. Hold on, I'm pulling up a picture. Amali. Oh yeah, there she is, Ava. Uh, Ava. Oh yeah, she was the lead. I think she was the lead chick. Really? Yeah, she was like the love interest that he she's was a going dear after. Of mine. She stays with me every single time. Well, t- tries to. We catch up every time she's in LA to try and break it. She's a legend. I adore her. Yeah. We met on the set of a commercial in 2009 for a car ad, and the ad was running so late from the previous location, as it does. And so we Mm -hmm. were there on time, and they were two hours late. And here we are like, oh, hi, hi. I'm like, I've never done a commercial before. And she's like, I don't really do this either. And I pull out my my Nintendo DS, and she's like, shut up. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. And she's just like, I love Pokemon. And I'm like, so do I. And we became fast friends from there, and it was She's great, but yeah, she's um. Well, she's awesome in this. Yay! I'll have to and, watch and it. I've got a code to watch it. Honestly, you should watch it because, like, it, it should, for all intents and purposes, just be, you know, just a YA cheesy whatever movie. There she is. Yes. That's there, her. Yeah, I think. She That's look my like friend. She, no, I get that. Wrong movie. Maybe no, it's no. a different movie. That's definitely a different movie. Okay. Uh, well, that's my friend. <laughs> but I believe she's like What's a love so interest. Funny? That, What's so yeah, funny, yeah. Aristotle? He's What's like, so funny? you guys are nailing this. The, the back and forth. <laughs> are you laughing at how how much you're going to have to edit this? There's no, no there's editing. No edit. there's no editing. <laughs> it's still up for discussion. How yeah, much. this is this is everybody loves baseball. This is the behind the scenes stuff. Anyway, long story short, Tur, it amazing. My favorite thing. This guy, literally the kid falls down a hole and he goes, oh, no. I fell down a hole and I was like, 
That is exactly what I would say if I was in his situation. <laughs> right? Like you would stand up and you'd be like, oh god, oh, no. I fell down a hole. Like this is horrible. And it just was like I fell in love with the movie then. And it was like, it's like it should have been, I thought it was gonna be like uh what's the monster trucks? Monster trucks. I thought it was gonna oh, be that yeah. bad. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, I fell down a hole. I fell down a hole. <laughs> So great, so charming. Uh, it's the kid from uh, oh, Dylan O'Brien. Uh, yeah, Dane Dylan O'Brien from uh, uh, that YA stuff, American, which I loved. American Assassin. Yeah, but what was the one? What's what was the one where he was like? It Teen was like Wolf. Hunger Games. No, it was like a new Hunger oh, Games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh -huh. God oh, damn it! Like, not Succession, but it had no. It definitely wasn't Succession. Maze, Maze Runner. Maze Runner. Oh, yes. Nothing like Succession. What was that? Oh yeah. People succeed in mazes. Maybe that's where you got it. Like no, I, I succeeded. Of, what's the chick with the? Uh, she, she cut her Divergent? hair. You know what? It's it's not even worth trying but to backpedal from short, that one. That's what, like Maze Runner was actually really good. The first one was really cool, and then yeah, it kind of like one. jumped the shark. Yeah. And then, like got weird. I agree. The, Vision? Yeah. You're divergent, I just said. Divergent. divergent. It's divergent. Divergent. That's what I mean. You're all wrong. Oh my gosh. No, this reminds horrible. me. Oh, this is I have to, it is drunk giving. Thank you very much. I have to tell this story. I think I've told it before, but because of division. And you went division. So uh Christmas a couple of years ago, I met the family in Hawaii as a halfway point. Um we're playing heads up right mm -hmm. and i think the thing is like uh classic movies or something like that and i'm there with alicia malone who is literally a host on turner classic movies and um i think the uh, uh the hint is um make sure you get it right come on rocky sylvester stallone oh i was so, like rocky punching face so i'm here with it and it says <laughs> sylvester stallone and my brother goes Stella and I go oh, no. Sylvester Stallone and he's like yes and Alicia goes oh my god the no, quote no, is no. not Stella that is not it's Adrian and <laughs> so it was the wrong clue <laughs> the wrong clue and yeah. it was the right answer from the wrong clue like oh man oh my that, god that is what brother sister relationship yeah like uh, yeah. perfect sister-in-law watches <laughs> my brother and I play games together and like we so clearly have our own language which makes so much sense to us and she watches us and goes what is happening right now like <laughs> like what wait Alex what's that game that you love about diffusing a bomb where one person's actually doing the actions and another oh is that on VR yeah it's uh, it. uh everyone uh, mute and unmute oh yeah muting and um, it's called, uh, keep talking and nobody explodes or something that, like that. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. my brother and I play that, my sister-in-law films us because she cannot believe that that's how we communicate because we have such a way of being, keep like, talking and nobody explodes. Yeah. Problems. Yeah. I, oh, dude. Uh, uh, I was going to say Aristotle hasn't done their power. Yeah. What's come on power. power. Yeah. Do your power, dude. Oh, first I'm honored because ever since you first mentioned it on in half hour, loved it. Uh, playing slowly, squadrons. Oh, yeah. Also, always on Overwatch. VR? No. Oh, yeah, Overwatch. I, I've I been doing Overwatch. Still, it, it just never gets old. Are you still playing as boop, 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 boop. Uh, Wrecking Ball? Yeah. Uh, Moira? I, I yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I do mystery heroes. That's the thing I can. It's the only thing I can do because I just feel like there's no pressure. I'm like, well, whatever. I don't know how to play this person. Plus, I get to learn how to play people. It's fun. Anyway, that is true. I I do love that. But then, of course, there's always someone who's uh, incredible at McCree or something that just ends the game. Or like four bastions, and you're like, well, all right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but you take it where you get, you know, you take it and you give it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Anyway. Uh, no. As soon as Wrecking Ball comes around, I'm in first yeah. place. <laughs> uh, watching Mando, of course. Yeah. Uh, also watching Titans. Very late yeah. to that, but started watching Titans and also the original Dragon Ball Titans. in free time. And then reading, I was very excited about because I just finished these two. The Vegetarian and Between the World and Me by Tom oh, Rossi Coates. Cool. Between the I've World and Me is something I want to read so badly. Is this it's, I've had the documentary great. also just came out on I have, HBO. I was, like, I was like, do I want to read the book or do I just want to watch the documentary? But yeah, I'd say documentary than the book because they're, spoiler, non-spoiler, pretty much just reading the book in the documentary. Okay. okay, okay, uh, okay. But then you get the entire book in the book. Uh, Wait, what's the documentary on uh, HBO uh, you said? It's on What's HBO it Max. Yeah. Uh, Between the World and Me, and I believe it's only there for like a limited time. So I think tomorrow might be the last day. Oh, watching it right now. And I will drunkenly watch it tonight. That's what's <laughs> gonna happen. It'll. It's a. It's a tearjerker for sure. But also shout out to STS, who mentioned it earlier. Just started reading Mexican Gothic. <gasps> That's what I just finished. Ooh. I loved it. Oh. Loved it. Soon to also be an HBO. Yeah. Uh, no Hulu. Oh, who? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I thought HBO. It's Hulu. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Mexican Gothic set in the fifties. Uh, it's about this socialite who gets a letter sent by her cousin, who has gone to, uh, somewhere sort of like, you know, four hours away in a smaller town. But it's this old sort of Gothic manor that she's living in because she's married this man that they don't really know about. He's a white guy. Um, and then it's it's a Gothic horror novel. So Gothic horror means. It's either supernatural or, you know, there's something going on with a haunted house and it's those sorts of vibes. And, yeah, we just covered it for Nerdist Book Club over the last month. Fantastic. Really great read. Does require a trigger trigger warning if you have sort of like uh, issues with uh, assault or anything like that, but fantastic, fantastic book and really well written. I think it only came out like two, four years ago and it's been on the bestseller list. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe even two years ago. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for indulging me. That's my favorite thing to do. Oh, my God. What? Thank you. I got to talk about being in a hole. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. I, I just fell oh, in a hole. No. I fell in a hole. So That's great. It. So genuine. I loved it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh. Well, you guys are amazing and awesome, yeah. and it's so much fun hanging out with you guys. We should do this again. That's Can we saying. seriously play Drunk Among Us, though? Drunk Among Us? Right now? I'm drunk so Among Us. I oh my can't God. do it right now because my wife is in the other room. We're going to probably oh, have to watch stuff. Although it's really funny. We have friends that play, and I was like, Drunk oh, Among Us. Drunk Among Us? Drunk like Among Us? Tom's like, what's Among Us? I'm, I drink <laughs> Among Us? I drink alone normally. So drunk Among Us? Does that mean? Drunk Among Us. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Listen, I'm down. Maud, if you and I want to play... Tom and Aristotle, are you in? Do you play? Don't know it. Oh, you mean Among Us? No, I haven't among played. Among Us, it. yeah. Nah, I've, never played. I've never played either. 
You don't really have to know how to play. I, listen, no, it's not a video game. It's not a video game. It's a social chat function. Then, I'm yeah, I'll play still that. not good at it either, but I'll totally play. Mm. My favorite was when I killed somebody and then I like walked over to a panel and you came out of the panel and you were like, what the, we, Alex was there. And I was like, you were also, oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> you mean I came out of an event? We were both the imposters? No, you were doing, we were both in, well, Josh. whatever. Shout out that. to Josh, actually. I'd really like to, to say hi to him because he's a friend from back home in Sydney. Um, hey. I would play D&D &D with him before I moved to L.A. And he would watch Amazing. Uh, Attack of the Show. And he was like, yeah. Allison's so cool. Allison's the coolest chick ever. Maud, you kind of remind me of Allison a little oh. bit. Oh. I don't know. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. And Josh, you played a ranger, if I'm not mistaken, when oh, I was I playing. Play ranger. I was playing yeah. the rogue. Uh, and we've actually played some board games since. One time I came back, my brother is like interested in making board games, card games, and kind of like, you know. Mm games like that and so we did a test of one which was fantastic and I always appreciate that but I remember like Josh having his mind blown when after moving to LA for not even a year Alice and I becoming fast friends oh, wow. it's like it makes sense but <laughs> yeah and yeah, it was like cool. this thing where he's like, hold on, you're on a podcast with her? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm dancing yeah. for those of you just listening to the podcast right now. Dance. Yeah. There's a lot so of shoulder Josh. action. Miss you. I hope you're well. I hope you're well. I hope Sydney's Hi, good. Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. American <laughs> accent. Hi, Josh. <gasps> Still playing? That camp? Is it? Hey, Josh, is it the same campaign? Do you guys remember? Uh, oh, God. Do you guys remember me telling you that um, Nick is the best DM I've ever had? So Nick, mm -hmm. um, he's an actor, writer, director. Fantastic. Well, so that is literally here in LA before. Yeah, that is so, all DMs need to be. When he was, things. he would act out all the NPCs, but he would write out the notes after. So he would kind of write yeah. what happened in the campaign in a novel, like mm. with chapters to read. And then every single um, birthday, Nick would, because, like, my character in there, she just wanted to feel, um, like, worthy and, and, like, for someone to respect her for who she is as a person, not uh, not this killer, this assassin. <laughs> and she fell in love with one of the NPC characters that he played, like this good guy soldier. And so every single birthday of mine he would write me this email from his NPC character, William Vereza, to my D&D &D character. Amazing. And it would kind of, oh, it was the sweetest thing ever. I freaking so loved it. But Tristan... Uh, from the game, he was our bard and he could actually play piano. So when we started the each session, he would jump on the piano and he would sing a song about an interaction with the character as well. But Tristan was also a chef, so he would lay out a banquet. A Amazing. Banquet. I got so fat Best playing D and D game ever, ever. Yeah. Except it was it was fourth edition. <laughs> Fourth edition? It was fourth edition. Oh, yeah. man. Do you have the, like, cards that showed what your powers were? And you were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, sick. New yeah. campaign in the same world 30 years ahead of the last campaign. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, so he would, like, do baked brie with drizzled honey and roasted oh, hazelnuts. Sounds like heaven. It was so oh. good. But then everyone else in the group knew that when you had enough to eat, you would stop. Mm. Not me. I didn't have that. That's not how I operate. If there's good food in front of me, I will eat it until I am sick. Same. And so, yeah. 
And because Single the food thing. was so amazing, I would gorge. And I noticed that after sort of like five months of playing D&D every week, I was like, mm, I have a few more chins. <laughs> this, this also sounds like the most intimidating Tinder bio I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. God. <laughs> Uh, I do oh. miss I miss that group though. Good kids mm. and Josh, you know, means a lot that you're here. So thank you. And sorry that I just kind of spot, um, sh shone the spotlight on you. Aristotle, <laughs> stop laughing at me. I can see you. It's a video like, call. I can do it. I can keep talking correctly. It's really funny because honestly, it's really warm. <laughs> and and honestly, being a being a strong DM is is a really challenging thing. So we. I created a show, uh, a weekly live D&D show called The Dungeon Run on, on Caffeine um, that we've been doing for over a year and a half. And I, the, the DM, Jeff Kanata, was a guy that I hosted a show with. But we also played D&D together, and he DM'd for us. And I was like, dude, I know you're way better D like DM than us fucking knuckleheads <laughs> that don't take any of this seriously. It was like me... Uh, my buddy Jerry, my buddy Dan, my buddy Reza. It, it's like we were just the wrong people. We were like, you are not DMing for the right people. And so when we created the show, I was like, well, Jeff has to DM because he's really good. But we just never got to appreciate him. And now it's like people watching him is like, this guy's a fucking D&D &D master. You know what I mean? But I don't Tim, know what this the, is. The comment below, Tim's in here. Hey, oh, what is Tim? Oh, my God, it's been ages. You were stuck doing stuff. Oh, that's crap. What were you stuck doing? Using this crock pot. That's all I see him post about. Oh, oh really? <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. You guys have a crock pot story. What? I'm, <laughs> I'm down for any cooking involved story, so go. With me, especially? So, yeah, well. Okay, so uh, you may not know, but football actually happened this year. I was fully expecting football to not happen this year. The NFL. Mm -hmm. Specifically, what I'm talking about with COVID and everything. So when my which, by the way, did you hear about the freaking uh, Denver Broncos? Yeah, how they have no active quarterbacks. Or Why are we even playing football, guys? Why are we playing football? Why are we talking about it? Because uh, there's crockpot involved. Crock anyway, okay, okay. right right before the season started, my fantasy leagues were like debating on whether we should play this year or not. Right. Maud definitely has a good sandwich. That's all I can do. I've been expanding my repertoire, thank you. 2020 Maud, taught me how to cook. Maud, get yourself a sous vide, a jewel. Oh, Just buy it. You will thank me. So yeah. um, so in one of my leagues, I was like, okay, guys, if we play this year, can we just not play? Because we play for like real money. I mean, real money. Like not a ton of money, but still money. I was like, can we not play for money? Can we play for something like an Instapot? Like something that like, doesn't really matter, but it's still kind of cool. And everyone was like, no, they voted me down. And I was in my, my argument was like, oh, you guys, I just really want an Instapot. And this woman who's in my fantasy league, she was like, I can get you an Instapot. Cause she works with like brands and all this kind of stuff. She's like, oh, I, I can get you an Instapot. Yeah, she's like, don't worry about it. If you run an Instapot that bad, I got you one. And I'm like, cool. So like two months ago, all of a sudden I got a text from her. She's like, are you home? I'm dropping off your Instapot. And I was like, you really got me an Instapot? So she drops off this Instapot and I'm so excited about it. And I go like whenever I go shopping, like two or three days later, I like plan out all my menus. I literally plan out like three different Instapot menus to like buy all this food and I'm going to pressure cook all this food, right? Mm. That's what an Instapot is for people who don't know. It's a pressure cooker. So I, the first thing I want to make is this like chicken and white bean French soup. 
So mm. I start this whole recipe and I make the whole thing and I get to the point where it's like, okay, and now it's like in the Instapot and you set it to high pressure for 20 minutes. And I'm like, cool. And I'm like looking on my Instapot and I'm like, how do I set it to high pressure? Mm-hmm. Stories. We don't have stories. We're just uh, telling the stories. Oh, but um, yeah, to confirm, we are so drunk. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, and so I'm like looking at this and I'm like, I don't understand how to make this high pressure. I feel like this should be intuitive. I don't get it. So I get to the point where I have to start like Googling it because I'm like looking through the instruction manual and I can't figure this out. And I'm like Googling it and like nothing. It's just saying like set it to high pressure. And I'm like nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. says set it to high pressure. And then I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, I wonder if it matters that it says Instapot gem. So I Google Instapot gem because that's what it says. Mm. Instapot. And I come to find out that the Instapot gem is not a pressure cooker. It is simply a slow cooker. Oh. It is I like that <laughs> version of the slow cooker. Oh, that's I would rather cook right. slow than under pressure. Yes, that's yeah, but- fine, except I was expecting to make soup in 20 minutes, and instead oh. I had to take two and a half to three hours to make yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, that's hey, up. Hey, I just pulled up the link to the rocket, the Saturn V. The Saturn V? It was $1,300 this whole time. No, $1,325. So someone outbid the $1,300 at the 11th hour for no, a 20. $1,325 when we started. I thought it was $1,300 the whole time. No, it was mm-hmm. $1,325 right when we started. Okay. <laughs> Maude, this has been an endless summer. And, yes. And it was Bam. It's Chris. It's Chris. <clears throat> so excited. Up. I'm very excited to see if my brisket actually turned out because I think it, we might have sushi tonight. Uh, <laughs> who um sushi? Who wants well, to if it doesn't work? And or sushi to my place. No, look, if it doesn't work, we're just gonna order sushi, maybe a pizza. I don't know. I haven't had sushi in so long. Really? Really? Both. Love so long. Oh. Dude, sugarfish delivers. It's amazing. Yeah, I've well, definitely got to your boat. I only eat sushi, but in the comfort of my own home. See, I can fish out of the boat. But can you know? Do you know how to make sushi. your own sushi? Can it's make- just slice. And you're rolling some rice. No, no creamy want- paper. Just slice it. Uh, uh, Allison, do you want to take this one? Agrajag540 didn't they stop making? <laughs> yes, this is a new episode. It's a special episode. It's called Drunksgiving because what we did was auction off something for charity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Grab shots. Hero Pat, why? Oh no. What was the word? <gasps> I forgot Fortify. the word. Fortify. Uh, I don't. I'm in my office. My office doesn't have booze. I drank the bottle of wine that I had. Look, it's drink. like Robin Williams in this, and nothing uh, in this. Wait, I switched my fancy beer to this. Uh, that looks pretty fancy too. Looks nice. mm, that does look fancy. Look I got. Fancy. I got this one, Killjoy. Uh, yes, this is live on Twitch at the moment, but I am going to upload the VOD video on demand on YouTube.com/slash/geekbomb. And on that note, before I pass out, I need some food in my tummy. Boom! I got shots and shots on empty. It sounds like sounds like Allison and I are going to play some uh, a drunksmas, a drunk no, a drunk us. 
I was going to play a drunk smith. Wait, what? No, 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 no. All right. Yeah. So well, great. Again, if you wait, can we can we just post um, the California Fire Foundation again in case people want to donate? Thank you to thank you huge thank you to Chris who won the eBay yeah. bid Thanks, at one thousand three hundred twenty five dollars. We will be donating that entire amount to the California Fire Foundation, and you will be receiving your signed uh, Lego NASA Saturn V rocket very mm -hmm. soon. Um, thank you to everyone who tuned in to the live stream. Thank you to everyone who's still currently listening to this <laughs> as a podcast because mm -hmm. it, it be long. <laughs> it's Twitch. Usually this goes for three hours. Yeah. Um, and I guess I guess I'll call it. That's it for the Drunksmith episode of the half hour. Drunksgiving. Oh, I said drunk. Oh, shit. Thanks. Yeah. thanks. We got to start all over now. Okay. Oh, God. I guess I'll call it. I we, guess. That we also get to do a drunk, give a drunk smith? Maybe. We got to talk about if there's going to be a drunk smith. We'll talk we about should, it. Like now? Maybe not live. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get their hopes up. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Maude wants to talk about it live. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I individually it'll still happen. Everyone's just sure I'll be having a drunk smith. I don't think I've gotten paid for the last few episodes, so no. <laughs> Tom, you didn't get that check that we sent you? Ah, oh, too bad, too bad. No, no, I did not. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, go buy Primer. Yeah! Buy DC Comics, you know, uh, read it. It's good for your kids. Yeah, read read it. it, it's good. Uh, anyone else need to plug something? No, watch Tom Tom Happy Egg Plan. Huh? Done. Done. YouTube or Amazon Prime. Thank you. I love it. Just do cool shit in the world. Yeah. Go out there. Uh, guys, you are watching on Geek Bomb's Twitch. Give it a follow. Costs nothing. Really appreciate it. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much for cheering. 200 bits over the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Thank you, Luther, for gifting a sub as well. Uh, and Blue Centior. For gifting uh, for cheering 100 bits and also Ghost of Monica, who gave out another five subs. Appreciate yeah. that one. Yay. Thanks, guys. And that's it for Trunksgiving from the half hour happy hour. I'm Allison Hayslip. I'm Maud Garrett. I'm Alex Albrecht. That's Tom Krajewski and, and Podcast. Thank you for in, Aristotle Podcast. <laughs> Woo! Love you all.